What's up, everybody? I'm Jed. I am Josiah. And this week, we're wasting our talent with... Uh, this is Evan Chapman with uh, Loving WV. Sweet. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about Loving WV. Loving WV. Uh, so it is a t-shirt. I don't even know what how to... Com- how, it's like a t-shirt, merchandise, stickers, uh, uh, apparel company that is... Um, we're actually now in Morgantown. It started off as kind of like a... A missing home uh, passion project for us. Um, I lived in Maryland, uh, grew up in West Virginia, moved to Maryland uh, with my wife uh, for work, and kind of got bored and and needed to do something. So, uh, you know, I have a design uh, background, so started making some stuff, throwing it out there, and then kind of grew from there. So, I think we're about uh, you know four years in now, and and that's what we are. So. Yeah, so we sell stickers and decals and koozies and patches and hats and all kinds of stuff. Um, and it's kind of just to, you know, not everybody. I love WVU. I love football. But, like, not everybody only wants to wear a WVU uh, T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we wanted that's to, pretty much all there is. Yeah, so we, <laughs> wanted, to, we wanted to give some uh, give some options out there to just some, like, throwbacks to the culture and and, you know, mix and mash some some different, uh, you know, things that I like and other people like and and put those together into, into designs and stuff. So um, that's kind of the the birth of of loving WV, yeah. So when you got the idea and started, well, for, let me ask you this first. How long has loving WV been a thing? Uh, so I'd say probably about three or four years. Um, really only like these last you know, couple years has it really felt, or at least the last year, has it really felt like a business as opposed to like a hobby? Um, you know, it was, it was more or less like, oh, I'll, I'll come up with something and then we'll, we'll do a run of shirts and then it'll kind of sit there for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but then kind of this, these last couple years, we've really like kind of come out with more designs and, and more products and things like that to kind of, um, you know, bring more, more stuff together. Do you have a design background or education, or is this just something that you kind of do on the side and you happen to be really good at? And I'm looking at some of your stuff right here; it's really good. So, is it? How did you get started into that? Yeah. So, um, so I actually graduated from Fairmont State University. Um, so I got my uh, graphic design degree from Fairmont State, mm-hmm. um, and then and then I got my marketing degree. Um, um, from WVU, an online uh, master's degree there. So kind of between both of those things is kind of what kind of started everything because I wanted to play around with like a business idea and never really know, re- never really knew like where to take it. Like I was doing some freelance, I do web design and, and, and graphic design and stuff, but it was never, it was always like doing stuff for clients is such a pain sometimes. Right. And you're always like, you know, you come up with something really cool, but and then you give them like two other design ideas to like run with, and they always pick the worst one, <laughs> like the or the one that I didn't like as much. Um, so you know, we've we've kind of just uh, you know taken that and just like whatever we kind of come up with. Either you know, I'll make some of the designs. I have some friends that kind of work with us too um, to to build some stuff out. Uh, so it kind of depends on on you know. Uh, you know where we are and and what we're doing but you know a lot of the so I come from kind of the design background so when you first started you were in Maryland yeah 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 so um yeah I moved up there right out of right out of college uh, my wife had a job kind of setting for her up setting for her up there in DC uh, she's a dental hygienist uh so <clears throat> moved up there uh we did long distance for about a year and then I found a job up there working AV for uh for a college up there and then transitioned into a couple web jobs um and I actually still work full time for my company in DC but um but uh, I work remote in uh in Morgantown so still working the full time gig um but my wife probably does a lot of the she does a lot of the um kind of behind the scenes packing and and the marketing and and things like that so how do you take your orders normally uh we do them we do them all online we have a e-commerce store so uh shopify is the is the is the uh, thing that we use so we take all that stuff online and then we have uh, we're in i don't know probably 40 or 50 stores across the state so we get a lot of wholesale 
excuse me, a lot of wholesale stuff in too. So, um, so she'll work on like packing those up and getting those out. So, so it's a mix between like people emailing us and saying, hey, we'd like some stickers and koozies in our shop or, you know, the online orders come from there. And then we've started to do a lot more like craft shows and beer festivals and things like that. And I love doing those, but it's just they're time consuming. Yeah. <laughs> and inventory is always tough too, especially trying to like keep stuff for the show and keep stuff online and try to make sure that like people don't buy stuff that's out of stock and all that. But we're slowly getting the hang of it. <laughs> Are you guys in any stores in Thomas? In Thomas. Uh, yeah. So we're in, uh, we're in a small antique shop. I wish I, that I knew the name of it. It's like on that strip where Purple Fiddle is, right? Yeah. Yeah. I wish I knew. I wish I knew the name of the shop. The, the shop's really cool. Um, it's not one of the art galleries, but there's like three or four like antique yeah. shops. It's, it's one of the ones towards the end of the, towards the end of the row there. Yeah, I think I, because uh, I, I was in there like two weeks ago with uh -huh. my friends. They'd never been, so oh yeah, I took them up there, and we were just like bouncing from place to place. And I'm pretty sure I saw some of your stuff. Yeah, there. yeah, they, they, uh, yeah, it's, it's always they always end up just kind of reaching out and be like, hey, what do you guys got? And then and then we kind of ended up there. But um, I think I think they only ordered maybe once or twice from us. But uh, the girl that owns that shop's really cool. Yeah, super nice. So how was it uh, starting out being in Maryland? having a loving West Virginia merchandise company. Yeah, it was it was weird. Like so I lot so first off like I you know you always end up like just kind of selling to your friends and family first. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like that's always that's always how it goes, but then you get that first order from that person that you just like don't recognize their name and you're like it just it's like the greatest feeling ever. <laughs> like whenever you're like oh like somebody else likes this. It's like not just like my dad or my mom. <laughs> yeah, they have to buy from you. <laughs> is your right. family supportive or do you do you bring stuff to them and they're like, no, this is terrible. Go back and try again. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh no, they're super, super, super supportive. Our fam my uh my mom and my dad actually carry uh they can sign some of our stuff in Elkins on the Del Monte market down there. So and and they help us out with like all this stuff. But I joke with my mom, like if she hates the design, everybody else is gonna love it. And if she loves the design, like everybody else is gonna hate it. <laughs> but no, there's they they're super supportive, but they give they give feedback and that's good too. Yeah. So I can tell by looking at some of the items that you brought in that you're kind of, I don't know, a history or legendary folklore nerd when it comes to West Virginia. I see <laughs> Batboy here. I see Mothman. That that's like right up my alley. I love that kind Crypto of zoology. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm looking for grafted monster stickers now. I'm looking for I don't know. I just there's a new river gorge thing here. I missed it. Where to his go? Shirt too. Oh yeah. Sure, see his yeah. shirt. So he's got obviously nobody can actually see it, but it's like the shape of a beer can with like the New River Gorge bridge um bridge over it. And it's all like chunky colors. Yeah. I love it. Are you a fan of West Virginia folklore? What's your favorite West Virginia folklore story. Uh, oh man, I I'd really dig I really dig just like the like there's so many different like little pockets of like stories and stuff. Like so whenever we were like Bat Boy, I always knew was like this West Virginia Laura before we started um uh before we made the design, it was I wanted to like I'm like where did this start at and we were trying to like figure out like like how to do the design or whatever. And it was like started in like one of those um like Inquirer magazines where it was like, yeah. oh, we found Bat Boy. And then and then it just kind of escalates from there. I think one of my favorite ones is the is Flatwoods Monster. Yeah. That's a good one. I just drove through Flatwoods yesterday. Yeah. And they've been and like recently they've like really embraced like because they have the museum now and you know you, you kind of drive through they have those like big um big statues for the Flatwoods monster and, or yeah, Flatwoods monster. And like probably that's probably hasn't been a thing until the last like two or three years. And I'm so glad that they're like embracing it because it's like that brings people in. They like brings place people to a place that like maybe they might not otherwise go to and just kind of a cool, you know, story behind it. I guess it was, you know, he'd, they, they dropped down from the sky and people thought that it was like this alien in the woods and they could never find him. And yeah, I've actually noticed that as well. Be I think 
West Virginians love their state, but they're also kind of defensive. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, you guys have the Flatwoods monsters. So people's knee-jerk reactions to be like, hey, man, you making fun of me? Like, I, <laughs> this monster's real. But now, yeah, I see people kind of embracing it. Like, yeah, come come visit. Come look at the story. This is where we saw them. And like, I, I've, I feel like it's the culture is changing just a little bit. Yeah, and and definitely, I think uh, I think Fallout seventy six kind of put that a little. Oh off. yeah, definitely put that. Unfortunately, a little... the game was awful, but it is better now. If you <laughs> listen to our sister podcast, Gurus of Gaming, we'll tell you why. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've I've uh, dumped a lot of hours in that game, and I loved it, even whenever people hated it. But I I know why I loved it because I was like, oh, I can go see like Morgantown. Or yeah. my uh, I'm from Weston, so like the insane asylum down there and you know just traveling around and seeing all this stuff and like spending so many hours like just like exploring and doing absolutely nothing (laughs) no i agree i i went around uh grafton i was like hey i put a roof on that building like (laughs) i i i don't think that's what it was used for in the game but i recognized it as something that Mm -hmm. i actually had been there and done so it was kind of cool yeah just to see in graphic form yeah, I need to. I need to get back into it. So I kind of like dropped off there for a while, um, but yeah, it's just it. It's always like, I always feel like I don't have. Like I feel like you can't play it for like ten minutes. I feel like you either got to have like at least like a two hour chunk of time to play yeah. it, or or like don't even bother. Yeah, that's my my favorite games to play are RPGs, uh-huh. and I always end up playing MMOs. Uh huh. So. I feel the same way. Yeah. <laughs> like right now, I, I've started playing World of Warcraft Classic again. Oh, gosh. And oh, my God, it's so good. But like, yeah, you can't log in and play for any less than a half hour. No, no. Any, anything less than a half hour, there's no point. You yeah. won't be able to do anything. Yeah. My wife, You're not going to accomplish anything. My wife loves watching me play Fallout 76, and she hates watching me play Rocket League. <laughs> but I always, really? But I always end up playing Rocket League because I'm like, I got 15 minutes that I'm just trying to kill i have i have a i have a two-year-old too so like hmm. yeah you know so he's like always running around so like if he's taking a nap or like it's you know like getting ready to dinner time and he's like fine or whatever like i'll play that but if it's like i can't play like three hours or and you know unless it's at night and then i think know. that's one of the reasons why battle royale games became so popular and so i was just gonna say jess tr- loves whenever i play rocket league or fortnite oh yeah sports games you 20 minutes you can set your time yep you're, yeah, you're done. Drop in for one game if you can. If yeah. you can only eat one ch- chip out of the bag, you just drop yeah. in for one game. Yeah, yeah. But story games, yeah, I, you definitely you get sucked into the story. I know I was playing uh, Red Dead Redemption oh, yeah. recently, and I mean it takes 45 minutes just to ride your horse across the map, and they're telling stories. And next thing you know, you're three hours later. Yeah. Well, shoot. Yeah, I haven't played the story much. I played on the online version a lot, like just like just with my buddies. Yeah. And and I and I swear to God, every time that we play, it's like like forty five minutes set up, and by the time that they like get to the like get to the thing that like we're gonna do, I'm like I gotta go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I just end up riding around on horses and like lassoing them and pulling them off the horse for like a half hour. And yeah, call it a day. So, uh, do uh, do you advertise everything through social media? Yeah, yeah. Um, so our biggest, I think our biggest reach definitely is our is through Instagram and and Facebook. So I think a lot of small businesses end up uh, going towards either one of those. Um, we just now, um, as of like this Christmas, and we're gonna try it out. We we hired a, a girl to help us with like um, social media marketing. So doing some ads for for Christmas to kind of see how that like dipping our toe in the water and we set some money aside to um, pay for the ads and and pay her to help us. Um, so I'll be interested to see how that goes. Um, so yeah, so the majority of our the majority of our stuff either comes through Instagram or Facebook, and then through that we've built our mailing list. Um, and then so we'll send out you know not as much as I should Mailchimp. I feel like is super expensive and we don't use it enough, um, but. You know, that's that's kind of like just the three, I guess, tools that we that we pull from if we, you know, we want to like reach people. Um, but it's always like dabbling into different stuff. And that's what I like, too. It's like it's as it even though it is like a business and like, you know, my wife is able to like stay at home and, and, and do a lot of the stuff uh, for the business. 
it's we can still like play around with it and not need like not rely on that that money so right. we can like play around and see like what works and what doesn't and then hopefully eventually jump ship and do it full time but i'm sure that's not for quite a while yeah i'm always surprised that more people uh especially smaller businesses don't utilize social media planners because like social media is such a powerful tool. I mean, Oh yeah. You know, and it, it, it always surprises me because you'll have these, um, you know, you'll have these local businesses who will go out and they'll buy TV slots and radio slots and pay like hundreds or thousands of dollars Mm -hmm. for these ad spots. And it's like, you can do your own advertising and like you can go pay somebody a fraction of that to put the advertisements up on social media for free or for very little money. You know, like you can put it on Facebook and then pay to have it prioritized. And it costs so much less than it does to buy a TV commercial. Yeah. And I think it'd be, and that's what I always blows my mind too, is like, is like radio billboards and, you know, radio billboards and like TV spots. It's like, yeah, you can maybe track that like there's more people like coming in, but like you don't know that they came because of that. Right. Like there's so much I get kind of I get a little nerdy about like the the data stuff of it, but you get like like for instance, if we were to spend five five hundred dollars on mm-hmm. Facebook advertising, you can see exactly like how many purchases you got because of you spending that $500 and see exactly if it's, you know, if it's worth your money or not, where like with a billboard, you can spend, you know, a thousand bucks a month on I-79 and maybe, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, I mean, yeah. I'm sure like people are seeing your business and like, it's probably bringing people in. And like, if you have that extra like marketing budget, like do it. Um, but if you don't like, you know, such a small business, it's like, uh, we got to, if we're spending money on marketing, I've got to see if it's like worth it. <laughs> well, one of the biggest selling points for podcasts is they always exist. You talked about radio spots. If, if you're listening to it in the car, it, you might catch it or nah. it just, just because you have a spot on the radio doesn't mean a lot of people are going to hear it, but a podcast, it, someone could listen to this podcast 10 years from now and figure out about loving dub v oh yeah and it or if someone were to buy an ad spot on a podcast it's going to last forever if somebody goes back 10 years from now and listens to it so Uh yeah that's i feel like advertising is changing because the way people consume media is changing a lot yeah yeah and uh i think the biggest problem with radio and tv is i mean i know very few younger people especially who have cable? Oh, I have. I or have listen not, to the radio. I have not had cable, or I had other than like the short period of time whenever we were in between living at her at my mother in law's house. Like I have not had cable for yeah. probably ten years. Like, and even yeah. even if you do, like I have cable, but yeah. if I'm gonna watch something other than like a football game or a sport that's the event, only thing that I miss is like sports. If yeah. it's anything other than that, I'm just gonna record it. Uh, yeah, and, and then, then just watch it forward. later so I can skip through the ads. Yeah, exactly. And I don't listen to the radio unless no, it's a game either. on the radio. I listen to Spotify or podcasts or like whatever. If my phone is dead or if I left it at home and I don't have anything to listen to, I will just turn it off. I, was, I thought you were going to say turn around in, and go home. And no, get I'll, just, <laughs> I'll just drive in silence and just not listen to the radio because it's just ads after ads after ads. And then like when they do come on. And then it's a song you don't want to hear. You just tune out. You know, yeah, you're just like, when is this going to be over? Yeah, and that's I, that's why I like, and I also I really like um, I really like talk podcasts like this too. That's what I listen to like most of the time. Anyway, like if I'm if I'm listening to anything, like it's going to be a podcast. Like I I wish that I had a bigger appreciation for music, but I always end up listening to like the same Pandora station. Same, yeah. but it's normally not because I'm like. It's normally because I'm trying to get stuff done, like either like I'm working or something, and I'm cleaning the house, yeah, (laughs) or uh, or coding or like whatever, and just trying to get stuff done. And like if it's something that like it's not obnoxiously familiar, then I'm like distracted. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, I feel you there. What are your social media handles? Uh, Yeah, so on Instagram we are at lovingwv. 
uh, on Facebook, we're at Loving WV, and on Twitter, which is we never use, it's Loving underscore WV. So whoever has that one handle, I'd appreciate getting it because you haven't used it for <laughs> years, but I don't know how to get it. <laughs> Do people still use Twitter? I, it's just a. I use it a lot, and really? I get a lot of I get a lot of my sports updates from Twitter. Like if that's the only reason I use it. If like for example, Adam Thielen is injured, he's on my fantasy team, and I knew about it because of Twitter before anything else. Because yeah, it's instant news. Sometimes incorrect news, but instant yeah gratification. It, and mine's always uh, I. I see a notifications from Twitter way more often than I ever go to Twitter. Oh yeah. I, like I'll have like if it's like somebody that I like want to know what they're saying, I'll just have it send a notification to me and I'll read it like in my notification panel oh. and never even go to the app ever. Like I'll just know what as long as they don't like tweet like 70 times a day, like it's fine, but um, they have a mute button for that, which yeah. is great. Yeah, like I've all of my social media apps except for my Facebook Messenger, and I think that's it. I have where no notifications, so I'll just go. Oh, my phone is just constantly filled with just crap. I'm that I, person. I, I always say yes, and then I never go back and say and like change it up. So I'm that person that cannot stand to have like the notification icon. Ugh. Like my my my, phone my Gmails. Like I have like four of them, and every time I get, I had to silence one because it's just my junk email. Yeah, so I don't even care. But the me, others, on the other hand, over here, just, like I have to oh, go in and that's me. and read that's exactly me. read every single email to make the notification go away. Yeah, like, it just no. drives me. I have like I have ten thousand on my. I have email. over six thousand emails. Yeah, uh, make me stress out. Um, you want to if you want to go through them, uh, you're more than welcome. Yeah, I don't know how you guys do that. I just it just it's easy. It's just apathy. <laughs> the worst. The, surprisingly, though, the worst app. For giving you junk notifications is LinkedIn. See, I don't. I th I signed up for LinkedIn a long time ago when it first came out because people are like, "This is the new way to get jobs," and I was like, "Well, I need a job," so <laughs> I signed up for it and I haven't checked it since. I still get emails about it and they just go unread. I've d I've been contacted for many jobs. Oh I'm yeah, it's uh, that's yeah. how I got probably like especially more so in like whenever we lived in DC cuz there's always recruiters and stuff just yeah. being like hey what are you what are you doing what are you doing uh, but but again it's like eh. yeah <laughs> like normally like normally they don't really understand like what you do or what you're interested in or like whatever it's just always kind of spam but yeah that's like, that's the problem it's like they'll either contact you for a job cuz like i get contacted all the time for jobs that are like it's like if you were to go look at my profile and know anything at all about the industry that I work in, you would not be contracting contacting me for these jobs because right. it's like these are entry level positions. Yeah, yeah. And it's like I'm not, not I'm that. not even at all interested in doing that. And they're like seven states away, so it's like no, I don't want to go work in like, Trenton, New Jersey. Yeah, like I'm good. Come on, man. <laughs> there might be a loving NJ thing up there. You could get a Trent, New Jersey sticker. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't know fair. if they have any good folklore, but yeah. Oh, we've you know what we've we've talked about we've talked about doing like kind of expanding that out. Like we've taken some of the same um, some of these like same ideas and done like Maryland stuff mm -hmm. um, too, because you know the, everybody kind of has like their has like their own like group of things that like they really love. Like Maryland, it's like crabs, old bay, and the flag, the flags, like is on Dude, everything. They will make the flag into any design. Oh. It's the worst flag. It is no. all the terrible. It's, I can't stand. Maryland I, flag. you know, I love West Virginia so much, but Maryland's got a dope flag. I, I have to say it's awesome. It well, just looks like somebody took like a bag filled <laughs> with different paints and just threw them. But they, they're like in triangle shapes, kind of. Yeah. Geometrical paints. Yeah. I guess we'll just agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, we've we've talked about like how you know how does this, you know, it, it can only grow like so, so much, so much, and we've kind of talked about like how do you, you know, especially if we were to jump ship and like insurance is always scary and like like those like businessy things of like how do I get insurance for a family of four? Like how do I make sure that like you know money coming in is you know stable enough that we can like you know, bring home, you know, paycheck to pay a mortgage and all that kind of stuff. 
And so we've kind of dipped our toe in the water for, for those types of things. And I think that, I think that if we like dedicated the time to it, it's just like keeping up with three social medias is like a lot mm-hmm. doing that times, you know, 50. Oh, yikes. Yeah. Like, you know, like, uh, like, like a, a company, have you ever seen like, uh, only in your state? It's like a blog. No, it's like it's like a clickbaity blog where they'll do like top ten places to eat and wherever. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, and but kind of like something like that or home, like the home. Uh, have you ever seen like those shirts that just say home on them? No, no, they did a Shark Tank and and it's like they'll do a state and it just says the word home on it and then it's like home apparel tees. So they do the same thing for like across all fifty states. And I'm like, I could see how that could work, but. But this is like so much more fun because it's like you can really get into like nobody is going to know who Bat Boy is yeah. really outside yeah. of or the Grafton monster or Flatwoods monster outside yeah. of like the state or like the pepperoni roll. Like you show that to somebody in like you show this to like somebody in Maryland. They're like, what the hell is a pepperoni roll? Like, yeah. what are you talking about? Like, what is this or a ramp? They're like, I don't know what this is. But I'm like, no, nah, people, it, it's. It's See, funny. I haven't even had pepperoni rolls outside of West Virginia. Like, I remember, I can't think of the state that I was in that they had it, but they had, it was called a pepperoni roll. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. It's a pepperoni roll. So I ordered it and they bring it out and it's like a croissant. Yeah. Not like, the same. What is this? This like, is you not mean a pizza? pepperoni roll. Yeah. Like, this is a travesty. Yeah. No, but I think... I think, um, and we've talked about this in other episodes, and it's it's worth mentioning here, though. Um, West Virginia's culture, there are very few states that, not that they have unique culture. There's plenty of states that have a unique culture. But West Virginia has a very unique culture that if you didn't live here, you would never know about. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing, you know, like there's other states that like, you know, up north, uh, Wisconsin has their cheese curds. Right. And like California has their terrible laws and Florida has (laughs) awful drivers. Um, Generalizations are fun. I'm Um, glad that we're not nationwide. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, it's like you like you were just saying, um, if people had never seen the Mothman prophecies, if that movie hadn't ever came. Oh, yeah. How many people would know about Mothman? I mean, even now. Doubtful. Now that that movie is as removed as it is from like 20, current like culture. Yeah. Years old. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of people that don't know about the Mothman. Uh-huh. Like, I've talked to plenty of people and been like, yeah, that's like, I loved that movie. And they're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And and there's a there's a much. So, you know, I, I can only really speak to Maryland because, you know, we lived there for five years or whatever. But like, there is not this. Uh, like this sense of pride about where you're from, like there is from West Virginia. Like if you see somebody, so like I would wear our stuff all the time. Like any, like we have loads of t-shirts in our basement and that's all I wear. <laughs> Cause I, I, we got the soft shirts that I like that I want to wear. So I just wear them all the time. Yeah, so, well. uh, so if we're, if we were out somewhere at a bar or, or just going to the grocery store or whatever, like constantly people would be like, Oh, where I was like, you're from West Virginia? I'm like, oh, yeah. And, like, it would start a conversation, like, almost every single time, like, whenever we would go out. And and with Maryland, it's like, meh. Like, you know, they don't, they don't have that, like, pride about the state. Like, maybe it's a pride about, like, you live in Baltimore or, like, a, yeah. like a, like a closer, like, central pride, but not a state pride. Yeah. That's – I've noticed that a lot as well where – because West Virginia is such a small state, yeah, it's uh, oh, you're you're from Philly. I'm from Philly. Okay, it's not from oh, you're from Pennsylvania. It's right. Okay, you're from this uh, area code. Oh, I'm from that area code. Or mm-hmm. you you grew up on this side of the town. I grew up on that side of the town. Yeah, but there's not quite, at least not that I know of, a whole state kind of appreciation where it doesn't matter if you're in Bluefield or Wheeling you're like uh-huh. I don't know Texas well well man that's to be fair te- yeah you're Texans, right Texans Texans they love like their, their Texas. Texas yeah <laughs> a lot which I don't understand why because it's an awful place I'm sorry guys I will take Listen. all of my West Virginians and face them against all those Texans San Antonio was super cool and there's a lot of places in Texas it's that are so neat hot. but like oh yeah there's just so much nothing yeah so much nothing. there's desert and like oh you know there's mountains in texas yeah 
I don't know if anyone's you ever drive actually been twelve there. hours to get to them. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the thing too. It's like everything. Everything here is close. Well, kinda, yeah. I mean, like, and you, and if you meet somebody, like, you can probably within a couple questions find common ground of like a oh, place or a person or. Uh, well, it's know. the easiest thing in the world because, like, so I was in the military. I've been I traveled a lot whenever I was in the military. Yeah. And anytime you run into someone from West Virginia, you immediately just bring up WVU. Oh yeah, and yeah. it's like they've been there. You've partied at the same bars. You've eaten at the same restaurants. Oh yeah. Like, you've tailgated in the same stadium. Uh-huh. Like occasionally you'll find the Marshall fan, but not that often because there are not very many of them. Right. So we don't associate. <laughs> <laughs> I hope my coworker listens to this. The he's worst, a huge Marshall fan. The worst is when you're like, "Oh, you're from West Virginia," and they're like, "Yeah, I'm from Southern West Virginia. I'm a big Virginia Tech fan." I'm like, "Well, why don't you just move there? Get out, right. out of my state. Get out of here. You're not welcome. You're not yeah. a real West Virginian if you're a Virginia Tech fan." Yeah. Yeah, I think I think too like if you think back on it, right? So, I mean, for the most part, the state of West Virginia has not had the best economy. Pretty no, but I will tell ever. you, I'll tell you one thing. I feel like S- S- Fairmont in particular. Fairmont is getting Fairmont's doing, doing well. well. Yes. Yeah, and and Morgantown Morgan Morgantown's its own like little like economic bubble anyway mm-hmm. and i think it always kind of has been college town yeah yeah it's like it's like you know you have that influx of you know 30,000 20,000 30,000 people that come in that are there to you know whatever. not to mention game day like uh, yeah so so morgantown out of the equation but like you know going to school in fairmont and coming back to fairmont like now like main street like you know like with joe and throw coming in and like yeah. I spend a lot of time at Rambling Route too, and like these like really cool like local businesses that are owned by cool people. And then like I heard recently that the people that built Suncrest, I guess, are are starting to think about doing like up where the mall is. I I don't know. I don't know if that's true or just a rumor. But well, I know the mall is being like completely re- renovated. Yeah, and there's just like there's 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 so much more in Fuck. Fairmont. Yeah, and and I think that that's that's just you know that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah. Now I think like the I think the coal towns and, and things like that I think are are, are kind of struggling. But even there's this uh, small town. There's a small restaurant in Richwood um, called uh, Whistle Punk. And so that's I was a cool name. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I guess the the name came from I guess loggers. I guess the people. I I'm probably gonna butcher this really badly, but. I guess the people that like called the shifts were called whistleblowers. So it was like time for lunch or something like that, I think. Hmm. Um, I'm sure that's wrong. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so that's, that's, they were, they were a logging town. And like Richwood before this like little restaurant was like kind of, you know, just this small town and like wasn't really much going on. And now like this restaurant's there and there was this guy from, um, uh, it's called Richwood Scientific, uh, a coder from LA moved to Richwood and is like doing coding boot camps for um for just people like they're free coding boot camps where they can come in do the boot camp and then like he'll employ you as like a you know a contracted coder there and like it's just this small little tiny place super cheap to live they have high speed internet like and it's just like kind of building this community just by like a couple people with like a passion and an idea, and then with the internet, you can make money anywhere. <laughs> yeah, especially the internet. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a technology park. I mean, most a lot of the people that I know are making money doing cybersecurity or a number of different things. Oh yeah, just working in technology, and a lot of organizations are starting to realize you can get a lot of workers in the state of West Virginia oh, yeah. for way cheaper than you can in New York or DC yeah. or anywhere. So there's places that are starting to run their organizations mm-hmm. out of this area, and that's part of what's helping. Yeah, bring the economy up and, in this general area. Not everywhere in West Virginia, mm-hmm. but. No, I've noticed that too. Well, and, and that was I was you know I was gonna say caveat off what you were saying. Yeah. Um, I work in IT, and I think that if West Virginia were to focus, which and I think it is, 
Yeah. Um, but if the state as a whole were to work on bringing in more IT jobs. Oh, yeah. Like, for instance, you know, Vermont and Maine, I know for sure. I'm sure there's other states that do this as well. But Vermont and Maine, if you go work in one of those states as a full remote yeah. IT professional, yeah, you get money from the state every year if you live there. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. they want you to come live there. So, you know, with 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 rural remote states, um, ours included. Yeah. The infrastructure is cheap, yeah. you know. So what you can do is, yeah, you're gonna have a hard time bringing in like C level uh, corporate employees, yeah, in a state like West Virginia. There's mm -hmm. just there's not very many people that hold those type of qualifications. But you can have your main office in Washington D.C., Colorado, Florida, uh -huh. California, one of these places where people like that generally are. Um, but you can have a small office. And then you can have a remote core office mm -hmm. where all of your workers are. That's where you get all your coders, programmers, security guys, everything like that. And, you know, it's relatively cheap to train up people to be able mm -hmm. to do that kind of thing. Um, and I think that's what we're seeing. I think we're seeing yeah. a lot of that coming into this area. Morgantown and Fairmont and Clarksburg have been exploding over the last probably five or six years with yeah. IT jobs and all the related jobs that come with that. So, mm -hmm. and that's what, and that's what I did. I mean, that's, I, uh, found a job up here at WVU made a bet that hopefully that if I, that if I said, Hey, I have a job here or I can stay with you and work remote, uh, that paid off luckily, or I don't know what I would have still moved up here, but, um, yeah, but so that's you know I still work in my my company. The I still work in DC. Um, I go up every you know six eight weeks and work out of work out of our house. Um, you know, kind of as the as the day job. Yeah, and you know it pays the bills. Like we're spending all of our money here. We got a mortgage here. We you know we go out to eat here. Like that's that's money from DC. That's like coming into here, and you know, and we're and we're spending money here and doing all that kind of stuff. And, you know, and then we can kind of grow this business while being here too. And I think that I definitely think that if, if West Virginia as like a, a business goal would invest in like promoting that, I'm like, cause we were, we were living in Silver Spring, Maryland and we were living in a 650 square foot house for like over $300,000. Like yeah. it was just, yeah. it was insane Oh yeah, that the cost of housing yeah. for like literally almost nothing yeah and then you come out to morgan and morgantown's not cheap but in comparison to to like a city like it's just you know so much less and and so like even like lidos like lidos moved up here like they have all those government contracting uh stuff um i know there's a bunch of other uh you know uh, allegheny science technology there's a, i don't know there's a bunch of different like government contracting stuff here because it's only it's two hours and 45 minutes for me to get to work if i need to be there yeah and you know that's not bad at all no no, no. And, and you're against traffic the whole time too yeah. so you know if you're whenever we were in maryland coming back it was like four hours but it's because you're always fighting traffic both ways because you're going into the city at the end of the weekend and coming out of the city on the start of the weekend and i think so, you i think you solve two major problems that West Virginia has by bringing, like having those incentives, because like, let's say, you know, for, uh, cause a huge problem in West Virginia is internet availability and service provider availability. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, shout out to Comcast. <laughs> I, I have Comcast. I really like Comcast. Sponsor us Comcast. <laughs> I haven't had any issues with them, but either way, um, Imagine, you know, if the state were to have some kind of a, a, a program set up where, you know, they they had an incentive for workers that were working remote in other states to live here. Yeah. You know, and they 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 gave tax breaks or like because I think uh, Vermont and Maine just do like an annual stipend. Yeah, um, I, actually, I, I was whenever I was transitioning into it, I was like looking around to see like this is like my first time into it. So I was like, I don't know what to expect. And, and it was, I think they gave like 10 grand a year yeah, or something yeah. to like a certain point. Yeah. And then it was like, after that, it was, uh, they, I think they just kind of cut off the, the money, but it was like a, you know, a, a yearly stipend to like come in and, and live here kind of thing. But imagine if they Instead were to of, do that for the individual. 
Yeah. And then for the businesses themselves, you know, like what if they approached, um, like you just said, Lidos, a fairly big company, you know, what if they approached a Lidos or, um, General Dynamics or, yeah. um, I don't know, Raytheon, Northrop Grumman, any of those like larger tech companies Yeah, and said, you know, Hey, we know you have the offices in Fairmont. We know you have the offices in Morgantown. Well, you know, if you guys will build a facility in Philippi, West Virginia. Oh, yeah. And, you know, if you guys build the facility there and we sign a contract for whatever X amount of years or something like that, then we'll pay for the infrastructure yeah. to run high-speed internet cables out there so that you can run your your facility from there. So now, you not only are you bringing jobs to the area, you're boosting the income in the area. Mm-hmm. You're you're providing them with higher speed internet. People are building houses. People it, are going to be oh, yeah. moving there. Any, any, of, any of that stuff. It's going to bring an influx with. of of money into the local environment. I mean, oh yeah. And then people are going to start to love West Virginia. And then we're going to get some of these stickers sold. There we go. Yes. Full circle. Full, Full circle. circle. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> I I have Bat Boy here. I have Mothman. What what are some of your ideas that you're rolling around in your head for West Virginia stuff? Like, I want to put this on a t-shirt. I want to put this on a koozie or a sticker. Yeah. What what is What are some of your goals? You talked about maybe going to different states, which is a logical progression if you yeah. ever make it that far, but just West Virginia stuff. Yeah, so uh, so as far as like products themselves, so I brought the, the they're like cork coasters and they're like, they're laser engraved. So right after, um, at the end of the year, last year, right before uh, December 31st, we bought a laser engraver for, for taxes. <laughs> so right after, right after the Christmas rush, we bought, uh, it was called a Glowforge. It's like a... Uh, two, I don't know, about three foot wide by like, you know, or three foot long by two foot wide. So it'll do laser engraving. So we really want to start like using that. So we started doing like wood stickers and those cork coasters and like wood pins and things like that. Like we're looking for ways to take the designs that we already have and then kind of use. And it's really fun to like play with a laser. So (laughs) dude, you can do anything with those. It's so weird. So I just went to a wedding this past weekend. Yeah. And uh, I was the best man. And the groom was coming up with ideas for his present uh-huh. to the bride on the day of the wedding. Well, they both really love cars. Uh-huh. So he bought a really nice high-end steering wheel. Uh-huh. And we took it to a laser engraving shop. Oh, man. And they, they had that. their names and the wedding date engraved into the so steering cool. wheel. Yeah. Like, and, like, you can do, you can do, like, anything with those. And... Uh, so I have a son and, and another one on the way. So we wanted to just, like we want to do uh, like building blocks. I think would be really cool, like yeah. laser engraved building blocks. That'd be a good child parent activity. Pull uh-huh. out the laser. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> he is he is ter- he is terrified. So it's like it's super like it, and we and we we opted to spend more money so that we don't have to like tinker with settings and all that. So it does like all this magic stuff to where it just like aligns with how it is and you just press a button and it goes, but you have to do the software and all that. And that's fine. Um, but, and then it, there is just one button on the machine that you press and then it like starts doing it. Yeah. So like, I, I was like, Oh, you'll love this. We'll take it. We'll take him down there and he can press the button. He was terrified of it. <laughs> like, Cause it just made, it makes so much noise. And then it like, and it like starts blowing air out the thing. And I don't know, he hated it, but we, so we want to do, we want to do more stuff with the laser engraver. And as far as like, as far as designs, like I just want to keep so beer designs. I love I love local beer. I think that I think that like West Virginia's local beer uh, like business has just like boomed in the yeah, last you know lot. two or three years. And those are my favorite shows to do because you because you know you go there, you drink beer, you bull, bullshit with people while you're there, and like it's such a good time. So we always end up doing like well, and drunk people spend more money. Too. It's true. Too. So. It's true. And now, and I love that too. You could sell some ad space on your hoodies for <laughs> for local beer. And we've and we've teamed up like the Rambling Route. If you go up to if you go up there, like they have a, a beer bottle with like little shapes of West Virginia with with their logo in the middle. That was that was a collaboration between us and them. And they sell those. And there's some other people that kind of do that same thing. Um, and you can make coasters with rambling root mm-hmm. engraved on it. That's yeah, oh, that's yeah. kind of cool. 
Yeah. So I'd like to do, I'd like to do more, more of that kind of stuff. But, um, right now we want to, so we just did the, I don't know if you have the ramp design. Yeah. yeah so I want to do, yeah, I, I kept this one. This, one, <laughs> this one's mine. So I want to do, I want to do that with like morels and, uh, Tudor's biscuits and like, and All like, tutors. uh, and, uh, like uh, a hot dog with slaw and chili on it. Maybe yeah. maybe put uh, Yan's Yan's face on it somewhere. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> no ketchup is what. No, you No, yeah, it's, it should just say uh, food my pe- people as long as it doesn't have ketchup on it. Yeah, I hate ketchup. Yeah, one of one of our podcasts. I mentioned it before. The Gurus of Gaming. Yeah. Someone in our group chat today said, "Hey, I don't know if you guys heard, but Tudor's Biscuit World is actually pulling out of West Virginia. It's just going to be Southern." And it was a complete joke. What? Scare. No, it it was, this is not true. All right, anyone listening. But Roger, the host of that show, is, he loves Tudor's Biscuit World. But he almost had a heart attack because he he was so worried that (laughs) they tricked him. Poor Roger. But no, Tudor's Biscuit World is going to be strong. Oh, yeah. yeah. uh, But to be honest, that... That's a heavy breakfast in the morning. Oh my gosh! Like I gotta, I gotta, I, I gotta, gotta be eat prepared it for, for it. I gotta be prepared for it. Yeah, I gotta be. Hungry. But it's it's delicious. But I'm just like, eh, it's a it's a it's a heavy way to start out your day. What's your Tudor's Biscuit World sandwich? Oh man, I wish I knew the names of them. I always just end up going in there and and I I just like sausage, egg, and cheese. Yeah. Like, do you I ever get frisky and throw the hash brown on it too? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's that makes a difference in like ten pounds of the sandwich. Oh yeah, yeah, it feels way different. With oh yeah, the hash brown on it. after after a, a late night, like waking up and having one of those in the morning. That's like that's like the prime time. Yeah. Do you know that I lived in Bridgeport my entire life until I left to join the Navy? I never had tutors until uh, uh PopCon. Really? Wow. Yeah. So good. Interesting. And I don't know. I'm wondering. I I know other people have done like. Like tutors' designs and stuff, I, I assume that they embrace that. I don't, yeah. I, there's, there's always this like, whenever you st- like, because we've we've had some letters from WVU about stuff, and I'm like, I'm worried about like that happening with other places. I'm like, yeah, I feel like it's good, but it's like, I think a lot of local businesses, if you were to just call and just be like, yeah, hey, I have this idea. What do you think about this? Yeah. I think most of them would probably be yeah. okay with it. Yeah. But I don't know. Some yeah. people are touchy about the, that. WVU kind of is WVU is crazy. Like it's you copyright can't, city. Yeah, you can't use like it was it was a we were selling like it was so dumb. We were selling like hair bands. It was like it was just it was a silly thing. We were like, oh, let's like do this, see if like people like it or not. Just a, a silly idea. And we called them game day hair bands. Like that was it. Like we had so much stuff on the site and like these were like $4. Like there was like nothing. I think we sold like one, you know, and they, they sent us a cease and desist because it had the word game day and referenced the Mountaineers in it. Hmm. Like as, as in like the product description, didn't have, didn't use any of their logos, didn't use. But to be totally honest with you, and maybe we shouldn't air this, but I don't like WVU. As an organization? As an organization. Oh. That's tough. Yeah, I mean, it's like, uh, I like the school, and I like the team I, pride. I like the school. I like the team. It's the it's the 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 copyright office is is kind of tough. But you you gotta. I mean, if you let, yeah, where we, do you draw the line? That's hard. Yeah, I guess. But no, I understand. Yeah, and we've had um, we've had some problems with, like, we've had people steal our designs just straight up. Just mm-hmm. takes so th- this one, th- this one in particular, super simple. Like I drew it, like, you know, we, we've, we've made a bunch of decals out of them. We've put up like the artwork with some like stuff behind it, but we weren't trying to like distort the image. So like, it was difficult for people. Like we were just, right. We had, and we had people just taking that and selling shirts with them on it. And like, that's always tough. It's like, you know, come on man like like especially like little businesses like if it's just like a like a you know like a mom and pop place that's like just selling you know little cricket designs or something if you say hey that's actually my design like i know you probably just found it on google like they're super cool about it and apologetic but we had one guy who was a screen printing shop like selling them in a very large store and selling a bunch of them and that was like like it was such a like gut-wrenching like it takes food off your table like, yeah 
And but, it's and they were using like we always like one of the things that we do is always pride ourselves on like the shirts and the quality of the of the stuff oh, and that they we were using, make. Like, junk shirts. I didn't even and think they about were, that. And they were using like your dollar, you know, Gildian shirts, and those are fine for give whatever you want to use those shirts for. Like, but that's your design on a cheaper shirt. But also, yeah. if someone sees that design out and sees the cheapness that it's made with, yeah. then that kind of cheapens your brand as well. Uh-huh. And we had a guy. Um, it was a it was a it was a friend of mine who um, who went to Fairmont up here was down at this store and I'll tell you the name of the store later, but, uh, <laughs> but they, but they like took a picture of like, they were wearing our shirt next to the shirt on the, on the display and, and sent a picture to me and was super excited about it. Like, like, Oh, you're in this, you know, you're here and like, it's great. And then, uh, and then I was like, that's not us. <laughs> and then we had to track that we had to track it down and it ended up being okay. And like, they, they ended up pulling the shirts and all that, but. Uh, that that kind of stuff's no fun. It's like it's so dumb. Yeah, that's something I honestly did not think about until right now. But I guess I'm a kind of a regular, honest fellow that wouldn't do something like that. Yeah. So one of the worst, like I know, like really, 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 really bad right now, and it's actually ruining a lot of businesses for people. Is uh, so like you'll have these. So I, I love cars and I love motorcycles, and you'll have these companies that will you know, build parts for cars and motorcycles. Yeah. And so, you know, like the new Supra is coming out. Mm-hmm. Well, they'll go out and buy a Supra and they'll, you know, they'll spend whatever it is, $80,000 to get the newest Supra. And then they'll bring it into the shop and they'll be like, cool, let's make an exhaust for it. And they'll spend however many weeks or months designing these exhausts and tuning everything and making everything oh, right. Yeah. And then they sell it. Well, there's companies in China. Oh, yeah. So that just scrape the internet for like oh, new yeah. parts and we'll buy them, have them shipped to China, reverse engineer replicate them. it yep. for like a fraction of the cost. Yeah. And then just sell it on eBay for like a third of what oh, the yeah. company is selling theirs for. Oh yeah. And, and and because they're in China, it's like you can go after them for patent infringement, but it's so hard to yeah. actually be able to do anything about it. Yeah, for these for, yeah, and luckily uh, we're, I mean, that might be a nice place to be in if China's stealing our loving WB stuff <laughs> and selling bootleg merch. I mean, I think that we would be big enough that that'd be all right. But uh, what is this shape? I love it. <laughs> right. Pepperoni rolls. Yeah, yeah. So Great. if there was if there was that big of a market, but it's like it's the same thing, but it's just at a smaller scale. Yeah, uh, you know. And we always try to like the thing is about our stuff is you know and about west virginia in general there's other people that make shirts there's other people that do designs and sell stickers and like i love the stuff that a lot of people come up with uh but you got to throw like your spin on it like monte se libre has been used over and over and over again or you know a pepperoni roll design but you kind of got to put a little bit of creative spin on it and like make it different and make it yours and like you know, and and separate yourself from from the other people who are who are doing similar things, and you know, and that's kind of like a fine line to, uh, you know, to balance too, because there's there are gonna be some things that are overlap, and like you don't want to think that like if I do a Tudor's biscuit design and sell a T-shirt, like there's somebody else that has a Tudor's biscuit design, they might think that I'm like taking from them, but there's only. Oh, like so many a, ways that you can make a biscuit. Yeah, I was like, there's a lot of there's a lot of like overlap in between these ideas, but as long as like, you know, as long as you as long as you you know, that's why I don't even like really looking at other people's stuff that much because I'm like subconsciously that's gonna right. like sneak into yeah. a design that we make, and and it's gonna like you know. Wasn't there a saying that like nothing is original? Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Like, everything is inspired by something. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then especially with like some like like that like that's not the most unique thing that's ever been made ever, but you know people like it and it's cool and it's simple and it like and it tells you about like what it is. Um, but you know I've seen I've seen that that's been like other places. I'm like yeah, it's fine. Like I can see how people can come to that same conclusion. You yeah, know, with certain things. You joked about people from China buying your stuff, but that kind of brought an idea to my head. Do you ever get feedback from? people visiting the state of West Virginia because this is prime time gift shop like hey we visited West Virginia 
this is a little bit different than every WV shirt that I, I, I've gotten before. Yeah. So do you do you ever hear from people from different states saying, hey, I, I like your stuff. I got your stuff instead of something else. Yeah. Uh, well, so like some of the stores that we're in, especially like people will not know that it's like our stuff. Yeah. They had just picked it up. So we're in we're in Tamarack and that's that's one of the biggest places that it's prime time. Yeah, like that's one of the biggest places that like people from outside of West Virginia would pick up a a West Virginia item. Um, so people will send me like will will send pictures to me of like people wearing our stuff that I'm like I it's like because they have they have specific stuff that's like not they'll have color combinations that just we don't have on our website and just haven't you know sold to people. So like I know that like it's from there. Um, but it's, it's really cool, like seeing that kind of stuff. But as far as like feedback people, I, I, I love hearing like what people have to say about it. And if there's like a cool idea that somebody's like, well, what, what do you, have you ever thought about doing something like this? Or like, I like taking two different things and mashing them up. So like beer in West Virginia and like, what does that look like? Or wine in West Virginia or, you know, a sugar skull, like that's kind of a cool that's kind of a cool cultural thing, but doesn't really have any significance to like West Virginia in general. It's just more like a Mexican, Mexican heritage thing. And then like, how does that look with like a West Virginia flair to it? Um, so I'd like to do more of that kind of stuff too, where it's like taking to, you know, something that's like, like has nothing to do with West Virginia. And like, what is it, what does that look like if we, if we brought into like the culture into it or something? So, you know, what you should do, you should do like a sugar skull design uh -huh. with the Mothman. That Just be, the face? No, like that with the, instead of the monarch. Instead of the yeah. That'd be pretty sweet. Ooh. I like that. That'd be pretty sweet. Oh my gosh. How do you copyright something? <laughs> <laughs> I have all these ideas it is, it is, in my uh, head right now. It is fifty-five dollars. <laughs> and and it is an awful interface on the copyright website. <laughs> yeah, I have all kinds of ideas in my head. I don't think any of them I'm are good. Like the least creative person ever. So that's I just used up all my creative juices yeah. for the year. <laughs> it's like I'm I'm tapping out here. <laughs> Done. I'm good. I'm tapping out. I've you can you can make black bear stuff or isn't the state bird a cardinal? Yeah. State yeah, state. we don't have any we don't have any of that. We don't have any cardinal stuff. State, I'd like to do something like that. We have a plant. couple rhododendron. Yeah, oh. rhododendron. Yeah. It's, it's not as exciting as I'd hoped. I was hoping Well, that's the state flower. Oh. The that's, state tree is the sugar maple? Uh yeah. Yeah, I, so. <laughs> I knew I, sure. all those all those other ones. I definitively had. Yes, that was that. Pretty but, sure it's yeah, the sugar it's maple. Sugar Let's maple. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like I should know that. Yeah, this. No, I'm kidding. No, you. That's that's another great thing about what you're doing is, depending on who you talk to, you could go to Logan County, West Virginia, for example, and someone say, "Hey." Have you ever heard of this? This is something that only happened in this county. Yeah. And maybe not everyone knows about it. And that way you can kind of bring that back and say, let's tell that story mm -hmm. because maybe this one's not as well known as Mothman. Yeah. And so that's kind of a cool element that you're not only designing cool stuff, but this is, if someone were to see one of these items, it's a, it's a conversation starter, like you mm -hmm. said. And that's... That's pretty cool to me because I'm kind of a history nerd and I like to learn about stuff and yeah, talk and about I, stuff like and that. And I wish that, so it, it always ends up being, I need to like bring like someone to spitball with me who's like not from like the northern part of the state. Yeah. And and to, to try to figure out some of the stuff that's like just in the southern part because all the stuff ends up being something from my experiences. Like this one's like Seneca Rocks. So like we always go to Seneca Rocks, you know, whenever we're in that area or like we have a dolly sods design because that's like one of my favorite places oh, on earth love um and and like pepperoni rolls like one of my favorite foods here but and ramps would go to like ramp dinners also so like all this stuff like ends up um ends up having some sort of like from my something you know, you know. yeah something i know but i'd like to bring in some of the stuff in the southern part of the state that's like just i'm not familiar with like i had never heard of buckwheat pancakes really, really? yeah see everybody's like what i've never heard of that but like i think a there's a whole buckwheat festival right yeah. yeah and i'd like to do a food of my people with that and like as just like a thing that i didn't experience but like other people may have that like that's another connection thing that to. like i don't remember ever really noticing in any other state it's like we have festivals for a lot of food Oh yeah, like apple butter. 
the roadkill cookoffs, <laughs> raspberries, <laughs> blackberries. Like oh. we have festivals for like all kinds of weird things. I think that's somewhat to do with kind of like a flea market kind of culture where yeah. people yeah. will grow stuff or pick stuff or kill stuff and then they go out and that's a way for them to sell it. Yeah. So I think that's that's like a culture thing, like a country it, culture. Made myself yeah. Well, and it's like... It, it, I've got wings upstairs. <laughs> but, but they're really hot. <laughs> uh, I think that's one of those things too that it's like, because it's such a small like community of people, it's like, how do you like? What's a way to bring a bunch of people to a place? Like you have a festival, yeah, and then and then that brings money in, that brings people that can sell things, like that brings people in eating at the local restaurants and things like that. And I think that's that's one of the things that you don't get in a in a Maryland or like a bigger place because it's like yeah, there's like all these like little festivals that are like maybe around like a certain block or a you know, a little community, but like the festivals in West Virginia are just like statewide. They're a big deal. I know there's a festival in, if you go to Pittsburgh at any given time, there's some kind of festival right there by the fountain. Uh And I don't know what it's about, but there's normally food trucks there. So I like to go there and (laughs) get stuff. But no, you're, you're right. It's all, it feels bigger in West Virginia, like the Blackberry Festival. What are you doing tonight? There's nothing to do in West Virginia. Let's go to the Blackberry Festival. Oh yeah. And, 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 uh, you know, so I, I like doing, I like doing, um, like beer festivals, music festivals, like those types of things more so than like, like craft festivals, but there are people like all year round, like that's like, that's how they make their living. Like I would, and I would love to like have somebody like really, really dive in into the economy of like one of those, one of those, uh, like that type of lifestyle, Cause like if we were to ever do loving WV like full time like that would be that would be a piece of the business. It was like you would have like you would go to all these festivals. You'd go to these these like, Bridge Day was yesterday. Like we wanted to go oh, yeah. to it, but didn't didn't have uh, didn't have the time to like dedicate to it. And you know, I'd, I'd be interested to know about like what what those what that world economy is like because it's it's such a I wish you know, big part of it yeah that's the life ashley lives she, yeah. with black sheep jewelry yeah it, her and hannah's clay creations got along perfectly on one of our previous episodes if you want to listen yeah. check the archives but <laughs> no that's how they 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 have to plan around different things mm-hmm. and they have to plan oh, okay, this item is selling better i need to have more of this in inventory or this item didn't sell as well maybe put that idea on the shelf or retool it a little bit to, I mean, it's supply and demand mm-hmm. where, and then you have to constantly create. You're not on a, they said they work 60 hours so they don't have to work the 40 hour nine to five job. And so, right, yeah, but it's an interesting, somewhat stressful, but somewhat fun at the same time kind uh-huh. of lifestyle. Yeah. And, and, and so we'll, we'll do that. We'll, like we'll do probably, you know, four or five shows a year. And it's always, it's always, uh, it's always interesting trying to figure out like what people want at that show and like what's t-shirts. So like, I, I, I don't, I don't know if, if jewelry's like this or not. I'm sure with like rings it is, but like you can kind of make a one size fits all thing where it's like, if, if you're, if you're selling like t-shirts, it's like, okay, like you want to make sure that like you don't miss a sale because you don't have enough larges or you don't have enough smalls. Or something. So like we have to almost gauge like the the event on what it is because most of our shirts are unisex just because because they're less expensive to make and also we do a lot of stuff online and it's hard for like like women fit shirts to like figure out exactly like yeah. like what it is so they get a lot of returns so we try just to do unisex. But if it's like a if it's like an event like um uh. Yeah, we haven't done it yet, but I'd like to. So, like the handcrafted cooperative, like where it's like a college town with like a bunch of younger people, and like we'll sell a ton of like smalls and mediums, or like if it's you know a beer festival, yeah, like, <laughs> like, food, fe- uh, food festival, get the extra large. Yeah, out. like I got you know I'll 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 bring a couple extra larges in there, you know. Um, but yeah, that's always that's always a tough, a tough thing to like work around and figure out. Well, the social media tags 
run those by us again? Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're at uh, Instagram at LovingWV. Uh, our website is LovingWV.com. Uh, you can find all of our shirts and koozies and decals and stuff of that nature on there. Uh, and then our Facebook is uh, LovingWV on Facebook. Um, and we also have another um, another company where we sell um, uh, gift boxes, uh, which will we'll, uh, curate other people's stuff in these gift boxes. And that's uh, um, Wild and Wonderful Box. So that's the same on, on Instagram and Facebook too. So this, this Christmas, if you're looking to, to, sell, to send pepperoni rolls to somebody, uh, look us up. So And the link to the... Uh, ordering portal is on all of your social media. And yep, 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 okay. yep. Cool. Well, thanks for being on. Cool. I appreciate it, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for your time. Hey, have a good one. Cuts